Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 120 of the Happy Tans podcast. On today's episode, we have a repeat guest, Drew Spurgers, who was on back in 2018. It's almost been five years. It's so hard to believe, and a lot has changed for Drew. In fact, he's got out of both businesses that he was a part of when we initially recorded back in 2018. Today's episode is a special look into what is known as EOS, or the Entrepreneurial Operating System, which was become famous from a book named Traction and an author, Gino Wickman. Now there's EOS implementers worldwide, and Drew is one of them. EOS is truly an amazing system. As somebody who is actually working through it currently, I can tell you that it is a simple but not easy process to instill. But Drew mentions in this interview, as you'll hear, that that was the one thing that not only led him to run better businesses, grow his businesses, but also be able to sell his businesses because of the processes that were in place. This is about a 40-minute dive into this information. If you guys like this episode and want to learn more, let me know. Drew's happy to come back on. In fact, we thought about even doing a live event where he could come and ask questions and bring more to the table. He could share some more information because I think that this EOS system from this book, Traction, is truly could be life-changing, especially for you and your business as you are growing your business. I think it's important. And we even mentioned in the episode that I think you can start even if it's only you because it'll allow you to help. It'll help you to find the right people for your business ultimately. That is one of the things that it'll do. Thank you so much, Drew, for sharing your time and expertise. Always is such a pleasure to talk to you. Truly an intelligent and very kind person, and you really come from a place of love and care and want to give to people. So thank you so much for that. Make sure you listen to the interview. In fact, Drew said he'll send you a free chapter of the book. He'll even send you a free book. He's got a few copies in his office. He's willing to help. You can check it out. We'll add all the links down below to Drew's email, to EOS Worldwide, the website, and everything else you need to know. Check the show notes. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out for Drew to Drew. He is there and more than happy to help. Thank you so much for everybody for tuning in to this episode. And as always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the one and only Happy Tans website builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only do we help you look good online, we help you get found online, which to me obviously is probably more important, but we do both. So why not? Come check us out. HappyTans.com. Click the Create Your Website button today to get started. You can learn more, see the reviews, see everything else that we have to do, see samples of our work. We're here to help. We have free trainings on there, how to create your website. If you don't want to work with us, at least find out how to do that, what you can do right and wrong on your website, what pages you need on your website, and anything else you can think of. But if you want to sign up and have us help you, we're more than happy to help. We'll walk you through the entire process. Our team is here for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much again, Drew. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. As I said, have a great day, everybody. Have a beautiful one. Happy tanning. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have a return guest, Mr. Drew Spurgers. How are you doing today, Drew? Doing great. How are you, Grant? Good. It's good to see you back. We were just looking. August of 2018 was our last episode. This is pre pandemic and all these other things and you've had a lot of changes in your life since then do you want to update the listeners 
first of all, can we talk about how crazy it is that 2018 was five years ago? Because that feels like two years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, couple couple big changes. Uh, was able to sell my salons last year, and so um, sold to another local operator who's just kept things going and is doing a great job. Uh, and then actually at the end of the year, sold the marketing agency as well. So spending my time doing what we're talking about today, and that's yeah. implementing EOS. Yeah, awesome. EOS is uh, something really cool. I was talking to Drew before. For those of you that are listening and haven't heard, there's a great book. I guess the book is the intro, right? Traction by Gino Wickman is kind of the intro to this, the EOS. And I'll let Drew speak on this uh, because he is the expert. I'll be taking notes. But EOS, the entrepreneurial operating system. Um, I, I was telling Drew that my mentor that's here local to me has been pushing me to, hey, implement this stuff. And slowly but surely, we've been starting to implement it within our business as well. And it's been great to see. And he's, you know, obviously somebody I respect and Drew has obviously done very well um, in addition to that. So I'd love for you to, I mean, like there is so much to it. I feel like getting the book is probably one of the best ways to start. And you, you'll take copious notes. I surely have. Um, but I think um, uh, if you could kind of intro people to this whole, you know, EOS and what it is, you know, who the fit for, who it's fit for and, and things like that, I think it'll be great introduction for people. Um, and being that a lot of the listeners are probably starting out either like solo or they're, you know, slowly adding employees. I think it's a good thing to know, you know, as you grow that you can add these things in to help the business kind of stay on track. So let me, let me shut up here for a minute and let you, the expert talk about it a bit. Yeah, well, I can I can talk about EOS for for many hours, so I'll try to give you a short you know a short kind of intro here. So, what EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, is is it's just a simple set of tools that are proven to help business owners get what they want from their business. And so, um, I like to say that this is all the stuff they don't teach in business school. I have two business degrees that they teach you about theory. EOS is not about theory; it's about how you actually implement and execute and running the business. And so, we say that we help people with three things: vision, traction and healthy vision is all about getting what you want or getting clear on exactly what you want from business where you're going and how you're going to get there traction is all about instilling a discipline of productivity and accountability throughout the organization and healthy is all about making sure you've got a fun cohesive team while you're doing it because a lot of times organizations aren't really spending much time focused on healthy and so through through implementing eos we help people strengthen what we call the six key components of the business and basically what that means is that we know that entrepreneurs face 136 issues every day. You're fighting fires, figuring out what needs to be triaged next. And through the years of research that Gino, who wrote the book, uh, through the years of research that Gino did, he realized that all of those 136 issues boil down to these six key components. And that's really, I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but that's what um, everything about implementing EOS is all about, is strengthening those six components of your business, making sure that you're getting what you want out of it. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So um, having a vision, I think, is one thing a lot of like, kept, I'm assuming that is, and, and from my brief understanding, that that is kind of the starting point of like, what is what is the goal here? I mean, I know yep. they break stuff down into, and you'll, you'll probably chat more about this, the goals, the rocks, all these different, you know, three-year goals, whatever all these different things are. So I think the vision, you know, people kind of have to start there. And that's one of those things where, you have to look internally and understand and understand what that is for you because you as Drew could come in and say, Hey, this, you know, could be your vision, but I don't know. But at the end of the yeah. day, it's really like, what is your vision for your business? Um, and I think that that would probably be one of the best places for people to start or one of the uh, challenging, but one of the best places to start. 
For sure. Yeah. And that's uh, so vision is actually the first of those six components. It's the very first thing that we focus uh, that we focus on when implementing. And you're right. Uh, there, it, is, it needs to be your vision as the entrepreneur. And there's a couple of things that I'll call out there. First, we guide through that process. So we're not setting your vision for you, mm -hmm. but we guide you through a or implementers guide you through a series of discovery exercises to figure out exactly what that vision is. Mm -hmm. And that's answering what we call the eight questions. And if you go to, and Grant, sounds like you're familiar with this already, but um, if you, it, the, the great thing about EOS, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit more later, is one of our core values is help first. We believe that whatever is going to be the most helpful thing for the client, that's what we're going to do. We believe in this so much that all of this is available online for free. Yeah. So you can go to our website, eosworldwide.com, and you can download what we call the VTO, and that's the Vision Traction Organizer. It's the two-page strategic plan for the organization yeah. that carries you through the next 10 years, and it has those eight questions on it. So when yeah. we talk about, okay, what does it mean to put together a vision? It's answering those questions. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, we've, we've gone through that. And if you go to the website, you'll see the cool graph they've got pulled up and all that stuff. I think uh, at the end of the day, you know, going through something like, like I said, get the book for sure, go to the website, there's tons of free resources to download. But at the end of the day, it's like the difference between, you know, uh, working out by yourself or having a coach to somebody to hold you accountable, which I'm sure that's really what you help. And you you have the experience, right? You're, you're, um, you're, you're kind of accredited for I don't know what they call it, right? You're a your yeah, yeah. Group. So yeah, we're so we, uh, I'm a professional EOS implementer. So okay. we actually are. Yeah, we have to go through training and all of that. Sure. And then um, we believe so much in community education. We are actually required to attend at least three uh, three trainings a year as well. They do them every wow. quarter. So I'm actually headed to Dallas for a week um, <laughs> later this month for our annual, which will be all 580 of the implementers together. Oh wow. There's five, okay, very cool. So as as an implementer, obviously 580, I actually thought it might be a little bit bigger, but it's still, I'm sure that, you know, obviously it's it's a little niche thing. I feel like a lot of people listening to this probably haven't heard of it. So I'm super excited to share this because it's yeah. an eye, it's an eye-opening thing, even if you just take pieces of it and start implementing it yourself. So I think, you know, uh, having somebody like Drew to guide you through is going to be extremely helpful for, for you. Um, if you want, you know, if you want to at least start like with, with the website and everything, all the free resources is great. So you go through, you know, the VTO, we, you know, we surely have that printed out here. We've kind of gone through it. I'm sure somebody like Drew would help us uh, fine tune that and approve it, but at least uh, improve it, but at least we have something to start with. So once people um, have, have decided this is our vision, this is kind of the goal, what, what does that look like from there? Like, what is the next logical step for them? Yeah. So when we look at those six key components that we talked about, mm -hmm. um, each component has two tools that we focus on. And that mm -hmm. vision component that we're talking about at the top of the model is answering those eight questions. That's tool number one. The second is making sure that that vision is shared by all. And so mm -hmm. we actually teach a really good discipline for how to host a great quarterly state of the company meeting to where you present that vision to your team and get everybody on board with it. So kind of separate from EOS here, uh, Gallup is the leading researcher in workplace happiness, why people leave work, et cetera, et cetera. And they found that they do this study every year that's, that they ask 12 questions of employees to figure out why they're happy, why they're unhappy, why they leave jobs. Number one reason people leave work is I don't know what's expected of me at work. Number mm -hmm. two is I don't have the right tools or equipment needed to do my job. And number three is I don't know or don't care about the vision of the company. And interestingly, those first two haven't changed in like 20 years, but that third one, I don't know or don't care about the vision of my company. 
that prior to the pandemic was I think spot five and it jumped up to spot three. And we're gonna see that continue to happen as the younger generation comes into the workforce because they really care about the heart. They need to know that they're working for something other than just a paycheck. Bigger than them, yeah. Yeah, so, and that's why that vision's gotta be shared by all. You know, Until we yeah. get everybody rowing the same direction, there's no way we're going to accomplish that vision. Yeah, <clears throat> that makes complete sense. I think, uh, you know, kind of on that, the the younger generation, which if you're hiring, I'm sure you're hiring from that talent pool, right? It's like, yeah. they don't even care so much about like the pay and vacation. It's like the respect and like a meaningful, pur- mm-hmm. purposeful job. So I think sharing that vision, and you probably have been to companies where you can just feel the cohesiveness, like you've been to, even if it's a store, like you can feel the cohesiveness because they all support that whatever that is, right. It's kind of, you feel yeah. that, you feel that, um, uh, that, that cohesiveness, you know, that they're all on the same, you know, on the same page going, going in the same direction, which I think EOS is great to help kind of set that up. So um, I've got the website pulled up. So if I keep looking at the side, I'm just trying to keep it. it there's a lot of pieces. So make sure you go look at this. Yeah. It's super helpful, but, um, but I think having the vision share by all and, and give me, don't uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Does the, the, do people fill that out? Do you have people, the leadership team fill that out as well? And then you kind of come together and look at that. So we actually do it. You know, there's, there's a couple of different ways. Cause one of the good things about EOS is, you know, you can buy the book, read it, download the tools and do the work yourself, or you can work with an implementer. And like you said a minute ago, it's the difference in working with the coach. We like to say that everybody's going the same direction. One of us is walking, the other's taking a jet, you know, I'm just <laughs> able to help get people there quicker. And yeah. I have the experience of, I did this in my businesses. So I'm not just teaching it. It's like, no, this, this changed my life and I can, yeah. I can help you do the same thing for other people. And yeah. so through those foundational sessions that we do, we actually, facilitate the leadership team through answering those eight questions so they don't come in with them filled out we go through a series of discovery exercises to help them get there and we build that vision over uh over three sessions yeah so just kind of take a a side note here based on what you just said as somebody that's been uh, you owned and sold two separate businesses what was the difference like like when did you discover traction eos and what was the difference just so people can get an idea of what that is because that's, yeah. going through it is completely different than just just reading it and stuff like that right. yeah so um it was about 4 years ago and i was what i would call entrepreneur in chaos you know at the time we had we had three businesses um and i felt like it was the tail wagging the dog thanks evie for the help there but yeah i felt like it was the tail wagging the dog of uh, that I spent every day responding to the fires and doing what the business needed instead of me getting what I wanted out of business. And so I was talking to a friend who said, hey, you you need to read Traction. And I read the book and like, oh my gosh, this is the answer to what I need. Because we we had a lot of the right people and we were doing a lot of the right things just without focus or strategy. And once we clarified what we really needed to do and what uh, I had a really clear idea of where we were going, everything just kind of fell into place. And so we actually implemented during the pandemic at Shade, which is my salons, and right before the pandemic at the marketing agency, um, the the salons actually grew through the pandemic, which is unheard of, you know, because yeah. again, we were focused on the right things. We knew what we needed to do. And then the agency actually tripled in the course of about two years. And it wasn't, wow. I, and I don't credit magic on my end or anything like that. It was really just getting focused on doing the right things. And one of the very first things EOS has you do is build an accountability chart. And that's one of the tools that you use to get really clear on the right structure for the business. It looks like an org chart, but the intent is totally different because it's not about power over. It's about clarity in the right structure 
for how the business needs to run, and then clarity in the accountabilities of what roles each person does. And through that exercise, I realized that, especially at the marketing agency, I was doing three jobs, and they were three full-time jobs. And as soon as I realized that I was doing three full-time jobs, I knew why I wasn't doing them well and that I needed to do something different. And so it was, you know, it is a process to implement this in your business, but the accountability chart exercise really helped me see, oh, okay, so I'm, I'm the visionary. Um, I'm also sitting in this integrator, which is like a director of operations seat that is not where I wanted to be. And then I was also leading our sales function, which mm -hmm. is not where I wanted to be with some time in finance. And so through that, I kind of took... and piece those out over time. And it took us, you know, in the years that we implemented, we grew from, I think, five to 13. Um, so a pretty, you know, pretty decent growth pretty quickly there as yeah. we started putting people in specific seats to get the work done. And that's what really freed the company up for growth is I was able to spend my time where I needed to instead of spending my time fighting fires. Wow. That's, that's so cool. I just wanted people to get a, you know, kind of an insight into somebody that's been through obviously two separate businesses, two completely different businesses, but still that it's, it's, you know, it's business that works no matter where you are. So it's really yeah. cool. It's really cool to hear that and the success that you had with that, the growth, the, the, the probably at the end of the day, and, and at the end of the day, I should say, you're, you're, you're just going to serve your clients better, right? Which is the whole reason you got in business anyway. You have more Absolutely. time. People are dedicated to their service or product. They're dedicated to that time, to the delivery, the processes, et cetera. So that's just great to hear. Um, and I could see that, you know, the org chart, at least having, um, having, having you know, a, a big, um, without getting too structured, it would have a big impact on how people view what they need to do. Um, and like you said, it's not like a typical corporate organization chart. I feel like, hey, I'm the CEO. I sit at the top and everybody answers to me. It's just like, this is where we fit on the team. You know, this is yeah. the point guard, the shooting guard, the small forward, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, to and bring we, analogy. yeah, go ahead. And as we talked about everybody knowing what we need to do and getting clear on structure, that's what accountability chart does, is it just mm -hmm. makes it really clear who owns what. And very often when we do this, you'll find that, you know, there's kind of muddy waters. And I'm sure we've all had those moments with our with our teams where somebody said, I didn't know that was my job. Oh, I mm -hmm. thought so-and-so was doing that. Yeah. They don't really have clarity there. It's not going to get done well. The accountability chart starts by really laying those out really, really clearly from the beginning. And again, you know, we don't use the words authority or power over at all. That's not what it's about. It's sure. about clear structure. Remember that number one reason people leave work. I don't know what's expected of me at work. Accountability chart. Here's the three to five things that are expected of you. Yeah. So we just start answering those questions real quick. It makes complete sense because everybody like at some point, and I think it's just kind of the way the world has changed. And it's a good thing. I think in the pandemic and all this, people are questioning like, why am I doing this other than a paycheck? Like what is life about? Right. So you're like giving them some, some, at least some uh, guidance there when they're at work, they don't just want to be working aim like meandering around and getting a paycheck. Like you said, it's just, it's yeah. pointless. Um, so I think that that's all helpful. So um, let's go back to, um, uh, let me ask you this for, for your salon, how many employees did you have at the time of implementing EOS? Oh, let's see. I have to think about that. It feels like a long time ago. So it was <laughs> right before we opened our third location. Okay. Um, so we probably had somewhere between eight to 10 at that okay. point. And I think at our, at our busiest, we had about 16 that were serving three locations in the same area. So sure. I never wanted to be huge. And two of those were not UV salons. Two of them were aesthetics and sunless. And so it just doesn't take as much uh, as many people there sure. at a time to run that. Sure. So what uh, I was, what I was trying to get as like um, for people to understand if they're implementing this in the salon setting, like what is those what are those 
people in those roles look like? What were those yeah. kind of roles for? Like, what what did you do, and what did all the other people? What were they responsible yeah. for? Great question. So, you know, the first thing it does is get clear on what the right structure for your business is. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a discovery exercise. It's not us saying, hey, here's the mold that you need to fit into. Yeah. It's no, let's figure out what the right structure for your business sure. is, because we can have two identical businesses that are structured very differently, and both can be right. It's about mm-hmm. what's right for you, right? And so the first thing that we do is kind of identify those core functions. And so for us, <clears throat> for us at Shade, we had a marketing function, create demand, bring people in. We had that operations function that was split between tanning and aesthetics. So we had a lead there and then a lead for aesthetics. And then we kind of had this finance function that was shared between me and our ops manager. And so I spent our time, I spent my time as the visionary, as the person who's dreaming about where we're going, informing mm-hmm. culture, managing big relationships. Our ops manager sat in that integrator seat, which is the person who beats the drum, drives accountability, makes the business plan happen, does the work every day. And then we kind of shared some of the finance piece because I wasn't in a place where I needed a full-time money person, right? So we kind of shared that. Sure. That's great. That's good. That's good to hear. I like to be able to see that, uh, you know, and then I guess under that, it's like the people that are doing, they're part of the operations, right? They're doing the actual work and, and things like that. And does it get as defined as like, this person is responsible for X, Y, and Z, or is it just like, we understand that as an operator, I have to make sure this, the shop's ready. It's open. It's clean. We clean up at the end of the night, et cetera. No, it's, it's just like you were talking about where it actually gets really clear. And like, here are the three to five bullets. That's the thing that we do is once we define the function and the role or, or what, once we define the function marketing, integrate or whatever we define the three to five roles that sit under it i'm gonna see if i can find my <laughs> shade accountability chart to show you while we're talking yeah, that'd be awesome. yeah. Uh, let me make i can talk you. while i'm doing it i won't no, that's I'm, fine I'm, yeah, i can multitask fine. no i was making sure if you're going to share your screen it was, avail- it was available there so that it's a, it's like um so then you kind of have the sops ready and you can you know people can go through and they understand hey i am responsible for marketing and creating demand. That's my function. Uh, you know, Drew's responsible for the finance, whatever, so on and so forth. I, that's super helpful because otherwise, like you said, people are just flying by the seat of their pants and hoping, hoping that they can figure it out um, on the way down there. So um, <clears throat> looking at the six pieces, so I'm going to read off the website. These are the six pieces, right? Vision, people, uh, data, issues, traction, and process. Um, okay. So those are the six pieces that are going to be uh, that are the core function here for, for you guys. Did you find what you were looking for? Um, um, I think I found one I can try. I didn't find the shade one, but I have, I <laughs> have okay. an example from, uh, I have an example from Kanga at least. So I can yeah, share that. Yeah. If you for, like. for those that are uh, watching here on you, obviously some people are just listening. If you're not, um, you can check this out on YouTube as well. There so we there's go. kind of an example of what one looks like. And okay. you'll notice that it's not, you, you don't see names here because it's not about ego or, you know, who's or, or anything like that. It's just about what are you responsible for? So a CEO, I own sales, major relationships, R&D, my COO owned operations, people, creative director, problem solving. And then it splits out into what each person did wow. and what the three to five roles they're responsible for. So this is actually, when you work with an implementer, this is what, this is uh, the first thing you do on day one. Okay. And start to get clear on the accountability chart. And we build it over the course of three sessions because you build it and then you're going to go tweak it and build it and tweak it <laughs> until you realize like, okay, yeah, we've really discovered the right structure. Really so, yeah. So that's an example of what one looks like. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and again, like you, you can hire Drew to help you or you can go through the process and then hire Drew when you need help fine tuning it because it's a lot, it is a lot to understand. Uh, so we've got the vision, we got the eight questions shared by all. 
people is part of it, right? So the right people in the right seats, essentially that's what it says here. But I remember that from reading as well. It's like, you got to make sure that people are thriving and they're happy with what they're doing, um, yeah. which, which is somebody that has people working along with me on my team is super important. I'm always asking like, what else can we do? What are you happy? Do you want any, you know, any changes? It's important um, to know uh, for the, for the data or the, the scorecard, they call it. What is, what is that, that part of it about? I'm sorry. Say again, the data and scorecard. For, yeah. What, what is that? What is yeah. that part? Yeah. So I'll tell you what, let me, let me go through an order real quick because it, it works better yeah, in my head. So, you know, vision, like you talked about getting everyone in the organization aligned about where we're going, how we're going to get there, making sure that once we've answered those eight questions that it's shared by all yep. people is all about having the right people in the right seats, right? People are people that share our core values. They know the behaviors we expect because this is, you know, we probably all felt that pain at some point of like, you like someone, but they're not getting the job done or the other pain of they get the job done, but I really just don't like them, right? <laughs> and so right people, people that share our core values, they fit in the organization, right seats. When we look at those three to five roles on the accountability chart, they get it, they want it, and they have the capacity to do it. And then data is all about two pieces there. Scorecard is what we teach as kind of a flash metrics report. We find the five to 15 numbers that are really the key indicator, not only for your businesses today, but where things are headed. So let's look at pipeline. Let's look at, you know, something like anticipated draft or something like that would probably show up for, for many salons. And so we get really clear on that. And one thing that's different about our scorecard is it's not a report card. It's not sent home at the end of the nine weeks after everything's over. It's an idea for where things are going as the game is being played. Mm -hmm. And so we always have a metric that we're tracking. We know who's accountable for that metric and we have a goal that needs to be hit. And so every week we're gonna measure that. And if it's below the goal that we think we need to hit each week, we're going to drop it down and talk about it as we're solving issues to figure out what do we need to do mm. to get it back on track. We've probably all had those moments where things get away from us and we realize yeah. like, oh crap, I didn't know we were in the red. I didn't know this problem was this bad. Scorecard helps fix a lot of that because you're talking about these things and measuring them weekly. Yeah. Do you, do you have an example of one from your salon that you could remember? And it doesn't have I to don't, be the exact number. So, so most of that stuff was in my Google account that okay, I no longer have fine. access to since I sold the business now. But that's the other fine. thing I'll tell you about scorecard is I'm always hesitant to show someone like, sure. hey, here's what your scorecard could, should look like because we might have different indicators. Yeah. So I'll tell you the examples of things we typically look like leads, web clicks, cash on hand, you know, those things that are really the, the indicators are going to give you an idea, yeah. not only for where you are today, but where things are going. The company that yeah. I was working with yesterday is a roofing company. They were looking at how many doors did our salespeople knock on, how many inspections have they completed, and how many contracts were signed. So that gives them an idea, not just for, okay, here's what we have in progress, but here's what we're doing to create the next work that we'll yeah, do. Yeah. So that's an example on scorecard. And then measurables below that is we actually, when we migrate this down into the organization, we take each of those boxes on the accountability chart and give them the one to three numbers they're accountable for to hit, to make sure they're on track. And sometimes people say, well, no, there's just no way that I can do that for every person in my organization. In the salon business, heck yeah, you can. It's PCA or PPA, whichever you track there. Mm -hmm. And then the, the example that Gino uses in the book is a receptionist. He wanted the phone to not ring too much oh, yeah. and their software would give him an average <laughs> rings. And he talks about it in the book, two rings good, three rings bad. And so the goal on the scorecard is that it's less than three rings. And if the software tells him it's 2.8, great, we're good. We don't talk about it. We just move on. And so when we get those measurables clear, everyone in the organization knows exactly what's expected of them at work because they know the roles they need to do and they know the data they need to hit. And so once we've gotten those three taken care of their vision, people, data, uh, it's going to infuse a lot of transparency to the organization and mm -hmm. things are going to start to become really clear. It smokes out what we call issues. 
Issues are not the same as problems. Problems are the building is on fire. I have nobody to work. The power's out, something like that, right? Issues are just things that stand in the way of us achieving our goals. And so there's two things that we teach in issues. It's the issues list, and then it's what we call our issue solving track. And so basically on this issues list, what we're looking for is for everyone in the organization to feel the freedom to call out when they see an issue, when they see something that can potentially stand in the way of us achieving our goals. Really often just the leadership team feels like that's on them and the rest of the team feels like, oh, We'll just sit back and wait for the bosses to figure it out. <laughs> no, we want to train this discipline to where everyone in the organization feels the license, freedom, encouragement to call it an issue when they see it so then we can solve it. And that's mm -hmm. through our issue solving track. And as you go through your leadership meeting or department meetings each week, you're going to have a list of issues that you're solving from what was brought into the meeting and what's come from your scorecard and some of the other tools that we're going to talk about. And we stand those up, we identify the key priorities, and we start running those through our issue solving track, which is IDS, stands for Identify, Discuss, Solve. Let's identify what the key issue that we're really trying to solve is here, not the symptom, but the key issue we're really trying to solve. Let's discuss how we can best solve it with a couple rules. You can state your opinion clearly once. Don't repeat yourself. As soon as you are, you're just politicking. And make sure that we're focused on the greater good of the organization, what's best for the organization. And then once we've discussed it, we're going to commit to a solution, move to solve. And every time we discuss one of these issues, we're not just going to say, well, we talked about it. We're going to say, nope, here's the solution that we're taking. And we're all aligned around this. And even if we don't all agree that it's the perfect solution, we're all aligned around this is what we're putting our energy behind. If it doesn't work, we'll be one step closer to the right solution when this shows up on the issues list next time. And so that's okay. issues. Once we go from there, we go to process. Mm -hmm. Process is all about making sure the business is scalable and fun to run. So instead of building a 700 page standard operating procedure manual that nobody ever reads, which I think a lot of salons have, yep. what we do is we get really clear on what the core processes are and how you actually deliver your service to the market. We get clear on what those core processes are. And again, the entrepreneurial operating system, we take this entrepreneurial approach to it and we're looking at the 80-20 rule. If we find the few processes that make up the bulk of the meat of what we've got to do and do well, and we get really clear on doing those the right way, documenting those at a high level step-by-step step to where everyone in the organization knows how to do that and make sure those processes are documented first and that they're followed by all because it doesn't matter how good the process is if it's not followed throughout the organization yeah and so did those, from there did those sorry you know, to break into those no, process did those processes for you and your salon i know it'll all be different did it literally go down to like how we greet a customer and how that works or was it like so that was that was part of the sales process yeah oh, so we had yeah we had an hr process for how we hired and retained people or and retained people we had a sales process for how we created demand in the marketplace brought them in and then got them into the business and then we had a series of operational processes our spray tan process was one of them we were really good at sunless and so we had a very specific process there that we trained from the very first day they started to make sure they knew how to do it Wow. That's yeah. really cool. It's a, it's, it's a, you know, and all this, before we get to the last one, all of it kind of brings what I'm hearing is just like, I just can see the, the team, like the team building, like it's a team game, right? It's not so much yeah. like everybody independent. That's, that's what I hear. And what, what yeah. it, I think really caught my attention and got me interested in it because, you know, part of what we try to in, in, integrate in our team is that everybody is here together. Like, even though I might've started the company, I don't see myself. I'm like, guys, you come to me with anything you want. It's right. an, even though we're online only it's, it's an open door, bring it to me. You have a better suggestion. I want to hear it because we're all the same. We purposely yeah. don't put president and CEO in our signatures because I, I'm like, yeah. I don't need to know that. Like we're all here together, but I yeah. hear that the team thing is just so huge. I think that you, 
probably you can probably talk to this probably helps you attract that obviously it helps you know what people you want to bring in but it helps you attract the right people i'm sure as well yeah especially with core values because like you know people want to be a part of something that's successful yeah. and when they see that there's a well-oiled machine that's moving and there's people that have been staying for a long time and are happy they want to be a part of that and then we started our interviews by sharing our core values of hey this is mm -hmm. what we expect and if it felt for people like yep i want to be a part of that and they were excited about it that was a great sign for us. If they kind of just yeah. shrugged and were like, yeah, whatever. We're like, okay, good <laughs> answer. Because the I'm goal of core values is they magnetize the right people and repel the wrong people. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because when you were talking about people, I wanted to ask is one of the biggest challenges, obviously right now, especially in this the economic time is finding the right people. And I think any person that is expanding beyond themselves, the, the, the hardest part is bringing in those people. But I think even if it's just you, right, maybe starting with the core values is a great way to say, hey, Spot on. this is this is where we need to start. Does this resonate with you? And you can you get a feel for people too as well. But that's that's super important. So thanks for mentioning that um, as well. Yeah. So we're 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 at number five. We're at process. So the last one, I didn't mean to stop you. Yep. I know you're on a you're roll. All good. <laughs> yeah, we're all good. Hey, I can do this in my sleep all day, every day. It's all good. <laughs> and then that that last component, the sixth component, it's when you look at the model, and actually I'll I'll share it real quick. So, yeah. we're, so we're looking at it. When you look at the model, it's no accident that vision is at the top and traction is at the bottom because what traction is all about is bringing that vision down to the ground. And so when mm -hmm. we teach this, one of the things that we say, and one of the things that Gino talked about all the time is vision without traction is just hallucination. If you've got a great vision, but you don't have traction in achieving it, you're just hallucinating. And so, like I said, no accident that vision is at the top and traction is at the bottom, because what traction is all about is bringing that vision down to the ground mm -hmm. through creating a discipline of productivity and accountability throughout the organization. So everybody knows what their role is in achieving that vision. And so with Amazing. there, there's two disciplines we teach, rocks, which you mentioned earlier, clarity on the 90-day priorities. So everybody knows the most important thing they've got to do in the next 90 days to make things happen. And then meeting pulses, we teach a really, really great high accountability meeting that moves, get things done. It's not a worthless meeting. You don't want to spend time in, but it's all focused on making sure that we've got traction and we're achieving those goals. And yeah. so that's that's the model and that's the goal is to strengthen each of those six components. Yeah. And so in your salon, how did you guys meet weekly, monthly? How did that look? Weekly. Our leadership team met weekly. Wow. Amazing. Yep. That's, that's great to hear. And for, um, and I, I saw this earlier, it reminded me something about, and this might be in the issues part, maybe the car, uh, compartmentalizing of everything. Mm -hmm. Is that part of that? Okay, very good. That's it. <laughs> so compartmentalizing is basically, you know, th there's some things in this that look kind of like buzzwords. And sometimes yeah. people are like, they don't know where to put things. Is it, mm -hmm. is it a goal? Is it a rock? Is it an issue that it's due? Compartmentalizing is all about that, about understanding, you know, I think a lot of times, one of the, I know a lot of the times, one of the reasons we get stuck in business is that we start looking at everything as a priority. And that's mm -hmm. part of the power of rocks is knowing having crystal clarity on what the most important thing to do in the next 90 days is. And so when we start looking at compartmentalizing, like you were talking about, what we're looking at is, okay, I need a, I need a box to put this in, in my brain. And this is the one year box of something I'm going to achieve this year. This is a rock. I'm going to focus on it for the next 90 days. A to do item. That's something I'm going to do in the next seven to 14 days. And then issues is kind of my shelf for storing the things that I can't get to right now. There may be distractions from the goal that I need to achieve. I want to make sure I keep it in front of me and that we do address this at some yeah. point. Yeah. That, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I struggle with this is like, I'll hear something or somebody will mention something as a, like, Hey, it'd be great if you could do this. And immediately I'm like, Oh, we can implement that. That's no problem. Not thinking that right. it's easy for me to, 
roll that out, but the whole team has to be notified. All the other people that are a part of it have to be, you know, have to have the same access. So it's like, maybe that's a, maybe that's a rock It's 90 days. We need to, we need to make sure it works. We need to integrate into everything. So I, I know that that would be helpful for people to think about um, compartmentalizing those things. Even if you get out a piece yeah. of paper and jot it down under one of those four um, goals, rocks uh, uh, to do or issues. So that's super important there. Um, <clears throat> very good. Very good. Well, I mean, I know you got another meeting. We've there's so much information. I think we'll probably have to do another one, or maybe we can do like some kind of live thing where you can educate yeah. people if you want. I'd love to, because I think you, as somebody who is actively going through the process, I know it's going to be. I'm going to look back and see how beneficial this was. Drew has obviously sold the two businesses. Like I said, my mentor um, has a multi multi million dollar business here locally, so I respect what he said. And they've been implementing EOS since I don't know when, but he said it completely changed his business. You know, everybody's in the right seats. They brought in a CEO, did all these different things, uh, but everybody's put in the right places. The team is together. They're all going in the right, the same direction. Um, so, I mean, if you had to, any parting pieces of advice or guidance outside of, hey, go buy traction off of Amazon or Audible um, or both, probably. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better there. So if anybody's okay. listening to this and is interested, one of our core values at EOS is help first, meaning that I'm more worried about I want businesses running on EOS, whether I'm working with them or not. Yeah. So if you have an interest in this, um, I'll throw up my I'll throw up my business card in a second. Send, send me an email. I will mail you a free copy of Traction if you want to read it. If you're like, hey, I'm not a reader, I'm not sure. I can I can email you a chapter to check out okay. and make sure and make sure. Yep, this feels right. Because one of the things that I'll tell people is, if you pick up this book and start reading it, and it feels hard, now's probably not the right time for you. Most sure. of the time, when people pick this up and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is what I need, they devour it in one or yeah. two sittings because yeah. it's like, you're this is exactly what I want. And so yeah. we believe so much in this that I'm like, I'm happy to send anybody a book. Happy to do that. Don't mind a bit. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, and in addition to giving it out here, we'll also put it in the show notes so people have that. I think, like you said, actually, when I first got the book, I started reading it. It went like over my head. I was like, this is so much mm -hmm. stuff. And now as I've reread it, printed out the, the worksheets and started going through it, it's been super helpful. I think obviously I've helped, I've had some guidance and help there from my mentor. I think having somebody like yourself as a, as an implementer would be super helpful for anybody that's serious about growing their business. And like Drew said, he can speak. He he saw extreme growth from both of his businesses after imp implementing EOS. Do you think you would have been anywhere close to where you were without it? Not at all. Not at all. I probably, probably wouldn't have been able to sell or right? I'm assuming, get out of it, I'm assuming. No, because that was one of the things that made Shade attractive was the processes were built and somebody else could pick it up and run it. That was one of the things that made it really attractive. Mm -hmm. And so um, now the thing that I will say is there's no magic pill or silver bullet. So if you're mm -hmm. looking at it, expecting it to be the new key that you've never heard of, the thing about EOS that makes it work is it's just a set of simple proven tools that yep. if you'll just use the tools, it makes all the difference. That's very true. <laughs> very true. And it takes work. You have to be ready to do some work for sure. Yeah. For sure. Work worth doing though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for, uh, thanks for throwing up the business card. Thank you so much for your time, Drew. I could chat with you forever about this stuff. It's super interesting to me. I think it's, um, as somebody who found it helpful, I know that you at least introducing the topic, hopefully people start with reaching out to you or, or purchasing the book audible, probably both, because I think you need to do that and download the worksheets, get out a pen and a highlighter as you read through that book, get out a notebook. Cause there's a ton of information to understand all these different buzzwords and things as drew called it but it's at the end of the day it, it, it is actually a simple process once you understand it as somebody who is still learning it uh, but drew drew helped us uh, so so easily good, understand that you made a good call out there it is a simple process it doesn't necessarily mean it's easy simple yeah. and easy are not the same thing simple <laughs> it's very easy to understand 
you still got to do the work. And then yeah. the, the last thing that I'll say here is, you know, I'm one of 580 implementers. So very likely that wherever you are, there's somebody who does this in your area as well. Send me a message. I'm happy to connect you guys. We are, we all, we all share that value of help first. And so I'm always happy to connect somebody with whoever uh, yeah. the right fit for them is. I was going to ask, do you do, you can do virtual though too. I'm assuming I right? can do, I can do okay. virtual or I can travel either way. Most cool. of the work awesome. is done in full day sessions. Sure. And so, uh, it's sometimes people want to work with somebody that's yeah. So some sometimes people want to work with somebody that's right there. But I travel, or we can do virtual, or I can connect with somebody in your area. Either way, awesome. Well, Drew, I can tell. Uh, obviously, you're serving from from you know, like you said, help first is is super important to you. I can hear it. I, it was always like that. Obviously, we we chatted before you know almost five years ago about back when you were in a completely different role there. But uh, it's great to to learn this and introduce this. I will. Uh, I'll link people over. I know you have a page on, on the EOS Worldwide website as well. It's eosworldwide.com if you want to start learning it. Traction is the book uh, by Gino Wickman, uh, an amazing book, an amazing um, operating system here for, for you to grow your business. Uh, Drew, thank you so much uh, for your time, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks, Grant. Pleasure. Take care.